0: Gaming, a podcast about video games and books with a splash of other pop culture. I'm Vicky. I'm Doug. And I'm Katie. And before we get into anything, we have a bit of feedback from our last episode. After our discussion on non-video game games, Friend of the Pod Megan shared that their favorite board game is pop Trouble. So shout out to Trouble.
1: Hey, <laughs> classic.
0: That one's especially fun because it has that pop element.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Popping I the bubble that.
0: But yeah, what is it, Trouble yeah. in the Bubble? Tr- oh, oh, is that is, like a commercial thing?
1: <laughs> I think so. It I don't know. It should be if it's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Well, it is book club time. Yay. And today we're going to be talking about The Mermaid, The Witch, and the Sea by Maggie Takuta Hall, which came out a year ago yesterday. Oh my gosh. Uh, when this episode drops. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Whoa. Pretty unbelievable, right? planned um, Pretty cool. Yeah, coincidence? I think not. We obviously <laughs> knew that. Didn't surprise us. Not at all. <laughs> but before we get into that, uh, as always, let's dive into the stuff we've been playing, watching, and thinking about lately. So Katie, been uh, playing anything cool?
1: Yeah. Uh, so I finished um, on the 3DS. I had been playing uh, The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. And wow. I beat it the other day, which was good hey. and made me feel smart because uh, <laughs> I didn't have to Google how to beat every mm. boss and or every temple like I normally do in Zelda games. <laughs> so that was like pretty exciting and Another thing, you know, to add to my ratio of games I've beat to games I could buy, especially with Pokemon Snap uh, (sighs) (laughs) drop-in. Oh my gosh. Uh I can't wait. Me either. I'm so excited to take pictures of all the Pokemon and especially Bulbasaur. (laughs) I hope there's a bunch of Bulbasaur. I hope they swarm the cart thing, and we can cuddle. Yeah, just
0: knock the whole cart over. I'll <laughs> yeah. stop in my tracks. We could just hang yeah. out. Yep, yeah, basically. <laughs> That's my dream Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so
1: I've been playing the, uh, that. And then I also, uh, in an effort to try and beat my backlog, have taken up again Fire Emblem Three Houses, um, which is not going to be beaten as quickly as uh, Link Between Worlds. But I'm getting to the point where I think I'm okay with not finding all the little hidden things in between mm. each chapter. Um, so hopefully mm-hmm. that'll help the game go by quicker. Uh, but I'm still enjoying it. Uh, and I can't wait to figure out... I don't know. It, there's a lot of religious like overtones in this. <laughs> and so I'm interested in how my character is going to, how I'm going to play them, what, like, route they'll go, whether they'll be in line or whether they'll fight against. So, TBD.
2: (laughs) Is that, so, I know there was a new Fire Emblem for Switch?
1: Three Houses is the story one, and then there was a Fire Emblem Warriors in the, like, vein of, like, Dynasty Warriors and Hyrule Warriors, where it's, like, hack and slash stuff. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, is this one turn-based? Yes. Eh, okay. Yeah, which is that's why it takes so <laughs> my long. favorite. It's because yeah. the battles take forever. Got it. And like, I mean,
1: battles are cool, but I more so care about the, shocking the relationship building. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So the battles are just, uh, which is a big draw for some people, but the battles for me are just like something I have to do. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> gotta get through them so I could talk to some folks exactly
2: exactly <laughs> make some friends Vicky what have you been playing um not too too much um but one thing that I have been playing is spirit Fair <gasps> on switch uh-huh. yes yes and surprisingly I do like the relationships in oh, that game Vicky hey. um, I know well and I I'm trying to decide, Or not decide, but like understand the difference between a game like this where I'm doing things for characters and like helping them and developing relationships versus like a Stardew where I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to do my (laughs) tasks because both of them are are pretty task oriented. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not sure what it is, but I am. I'm fully invested. I really like it. I've not gotten to any sad pieces yet, which... I might have a different opinion of the game next week after I probably play and cry a little bit. Um, But it's so beautiful. It's just such a beautiful game to, like, look at. I love that they have different, um, like, your day as you advance Mm. through the day. Like, the sun is in different positions, so the lighting's different. Um, I love when you go to different islands and it seems like one is very European, one is very, you know – Something else like a market. So I'm enjoying looking at it as much as I am playing. Um, and we know that, like, I love task-based things and like mm-hmm. crossing things off my list. So that's really appealing mm-hmm. to me as well. Um, I also want to mention that um, I haven't played it yet, but we <laughs> recently obtained a PC. Uh, so <laughs> now there is PC no gamer game. I know, no the conversation. I... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're, <laughs> they're, um, we downloaded an emulator Ooh, and nice. we are able to get some gamecube games that we know <gasps> will not ever be able to purchase Whoa. because of inflated pricing um but one i've been looking for pikmin 2 forever since i've been on this pikmin kick and we can get it for is it wii u yeah we or wii u and i could play it on me but i don't want to play it on me i want to play it on <laughs> game um, but now i'm going to play it on pc with a gamecube controller in 4k oh. and it's
0: you know different but
2: it's gonna be the same so i'm really excited to get to dive into that hopefully nice. in the next week or so that's Ooh,
0: cool that's exciting
2: yeah i
1: love that you got a pc to play gamecube games
0: yeah i was just gonna <laughs> well, say i like my whole reaction was like whoa pc gamer a cool kid coming through yeah um and in the discussion i feel like uh you know i feel like the spectrum is like pc gamer to like nintendo <laughs> yeah yeah so i, love that. Well, I also I'm... love that you're just playing nintendo games on it <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely the benefactor of the whole PC thing. I don't this is not the intent of the PC gaming that will happen in my house, but I'm happy to play my old games. <laughs> Doug, what about you?
0: Well, um, in addition to the usual things, right? I've been trying to stay mm. on top of my like daily check-ins of stuff. Um, I started playing Pac-Man 99, uh, which is, you know, the the latest sort of like uh, Nintendo Switch Online Battle Royale, but old school thing, (laughs) game. Um, And I like it a lot. I definitely uh, took to it a lot more quickly than I did Tetris uh, 99, because I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm not very good at Tetris just on a regular day. Uh, So having 98 other people trying to sabotage me while playing (laughs) Tetris was... Uh, rough (laughs) Um, but for some reason it doesn't stress me out as much with pac-man i don't know if maybe because pac-man already has like a certain stress level that i expect Mm. um or what Mm. but that one i i very very quickly felt like i was getting the hang of whereas i still don't feel like i get the hang of (laughs) tetris 99 strats (laughs) yeah
2: i
1: love tetris 99 Pac-Man has been a tougher <laughs> learning curve for me than Tetris 99. So, do you have any like tips or tricks?
0: <laughs> my big thing, or at least what I tend to focus on, I, I first thing I always do is I, I set my, my my strategy, my tactic, whatever I don't know what it's called, to knock out so that everything I send goes to one person, <laughs> like a jerk. Um, instead of Ah. spreading it across the board. I don't know if that's helping, but it makes me feel productive. And then within my own space (laughs) on my own Pac-Man board, I just try to make sure I'm balancing out Mm. those super pellets, the ones that turn the ghosts uh, blue in a regular game. Mm. Because in Pac-Man 99, they'll turn the Mm -hmm. ghosts blue, but they also will clear your board of other players' sabotage. Um, And so if you can kind of space those out properly... You kind of can be in a state of uh, mm. like almost free motion because you don't have to endure the sabotage very long. Mm. The ghost will kind of just almost always be blue, um, and then you know as long as you can keep that all refreshed through like fruit mm-hmm. or the timer or whatever, uh, you can usually navigate for a while without without too much trouble. That, at cool. least that's what I've been doing.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's a good strategy. I don't know why I didn't even think because in Tetris ninety nine you can choose like when you clear what happens to mm-hmm. the garbage and where you want to send it. I was so overwhelmed by, te- by uh, Pac-Man 99 that I didn't even <laughs> realize you could do that.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> I haven't played around with all of them yet, but uh, the Knockout setting just appealed to me because I could see all of it going in one place. Yeah. And if you if you plan it out, <laughs> you can build like a huge chain of ghosts. And then on Knockout, all of those ghosts mm-hmm. will go to one person, so... Um, I don't, I don't Dang. know that I'm, you know, that's dirty, you know, Doug. I'm just trying to, trying to get my first, uh, <laughs> Nintendo switch online 99 one, yeah, one win. <laughs> definitely not getting it in Tetris. So yeah. Pac-Man feels like it might be the place to do it. <laughs> how,
2: um, uh, what's your <laughs> lowest ranking? Your highest lowest ranking? Lowest rank? What, um, what, how close oh, to Oh, like one? the best I've yes, done? that's a better way to put it.
0: I've gotten 11. <gasps> I've oh my top
2: goodness. That's awesome. Yeah. That yeah. is awesome.
0: <laughs> so I, uh. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Oh, that's so cool. Um and then yeah, and then the other game uh, I'll shout out but can't speak to too much cuz I just started it is a game called Red Bow. Mm. And I I found it because I was specifically looking for like low res um or like 8-bit whatever top-down games that kind of felt like the original Pokemon games, not in the content mm-hmm. of the game, but just the style of the game, for mm-hmm. some reason I was like, I'm just really in the mood to play a game like that. Or even like an old Zelda game where it's like, you just have a top-down view and you're just going from like screen to screen to screen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And this game Red Bow uh, popped up while I was searching and it's like a top-down game like that, but it's also like creepy and spooky. And I was like, ooh, ooh. yes. Okay, <clears throat> yes. I want to see how that gets, you know, how they do that. Because... I think uh, creepy, spooky, scary stuff sort of typically benefits from being more realistic on a video game console uh, because Mm -hmm. you can be more immersed in it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really like the idea that this one can't rely on that and it just has to be atmospheric, right? I think it's also, I think, I have to verify this, but I think it is developed by a one-person studio. Which I am a fan of. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Stardew is also one of those games, right? So, um, I like uh, I like finding those folks who are who are doing stuff on their own and checking out their stuff. So, I uh, look forward to talking more about Red Bow if it ends up hitting the right the right buttons for me.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Excited to hear.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, what about uh, what about watching uh, stuff? Got anything folks are watching that they want to talk about?
1: I am still on my Battlestar Galactica kick. Uh, I still think Lee is more annoying than I ever remembered. <laughs> um, but uh, the relationship between um, President Roslin and Admiral Adama just really warms my heart, and I just love—I love them and how they're developing. Um, so, still on the Battlestar Galactica kick. We're we're figuring out Cylons as we go, but we still haven't (laughs) revealed the like final hidden Cylons, the final five. So I'm excited. I don't remember um, who they are, so I'm excited to be surprised again uh, when when they're revealed.
0: That's so nice to be able to watch a show that you've watched before, but not remember everything about it. That's one Mm -hmm. of the like it's a frustrating Mm -hmm. thing about my brain, but I also appreciate that about my brain. Like I could read a book and then forget details about it like two weeks later, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um so I'm I I probably will also be able to watch Battlestar in that that sort of way.
1: Yeah. It's pretty fun. It works out <laughs> in this in this
2: instance. Yeah. I haven't really been watching much new either. I'm still on my Grace kick. It's hey. still you're really be good, good for a while. <laughs> I know. I just so it was so interesting. I was driving the other day. It was so weird because I mentioned I started watching it. We talked about it. Somebody else said something, like, made a McSteamy, McDreamy joke, and then I drove for the first time in, like, two weeks, and I had NPR on, and they literally said, Grey's Anatomy is on its 17th season this year. How does it <laughs> do it? And I'm like, how is everything about Grey? It was so weird. Um, so, yes, all of that to say, I will be on Grey's for quite a while, oh, and there's yeah. also going to be quite a bit that I've never seen because I don't think I made it too, too far um, maybe season six i don't know um but i did finish little fires everywhere so oh. yeah old news i had started <laughs> it oh i started it when it came out and then <laughs> forgot. Um, i had read the book by celeste Ng, who i like very much and ohio author yep shaker so i liked her first book everything i never told you um and then read Little Fires and I think it's it's fine. It's very complicated and messy, as was the first book. And I liked the book better than the show, although I do like Reese and Carrie Washington, and it was fine. I was glad I finished it, but it was fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read Little Fires Everywhere yet, but I did read everything I never told you. Yeah. Is Little Fires as bleak as everything?
2: Not so much it's a lot bigger too i think it like okay. doubles the page count and there's just way more characters and nuance like everybody's got a thing um, <laughs> which it's, it's very expertly crafted yeah it's i just don't know if i was that interested and i mean because some of the characters are not fun and you know that's probably the point yeah um, not everybody has to be a good character so it's it's good. I just would stick with the book maybe and not gotcha. watch the show unless you want the abbreviated version.
1: <laughs> I think I read the book and watched the show, but it's uh, mm. been more than a day, so I can't fully remember <laughs> yeah. um, what, yeah. what happens. But I remember yeah. being very impressed with Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington and yeah. their acting. Uh, like Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. in embodied a Karen who yes. doesn't <laughs> think she's a Karen um, yes, and who thinks she's like cool and hip with it and then Carrie Washington's facial expressions oh in response gosh. to whatever Reese Witherspoon does um, were just like so intense those are the two things I remember I don't remember what happens I don't remember the plot all I remember is like <laughs> they acted the heck out of their roles
2: mm-hmm. I love that Kerry Washington has some like pure like guttural screams in response to some stuff yeah it's so good and she does this lip thing (laughs) and i was i remember i was impressed with the actress that played her mini me her younger version Mm. had like the same she was able to like do the same lip thing and i think it just was like how she talks like maybe out of a certain side of her mouth when she wants to like emphasize a thing i don't know if you watch anything with carrie washington you'll know what i'm talking about but it's it's very like I it just was I I really appreciated the acting and like the physical mm-hmm. acting too cuz I agree like you just felt everything. Mm-hmm. So that was good.
0: I haven't seen it so I'm just imagining Kerry Washington doing the like detox lip sync thing uh where she like, shakes her <laughs> lips and jaw around uh and it's probably uh, not correct. Not quite like that. No, no. A little different. <laughs> it's not that dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny now i'm
2: trying to like picture if we morphed them together like that (laughs) doug have you been watching anything good
0: well you know to continue the thread from last week uh, i'll address what i what i was watching last week but can confirm that i am not like i said i (gasps) Mm. would not be watching ink master anymore (laughs) i pulled myself away Pulled myself away, good you know, job. good for my mental health, probably. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, and like, you know, in seven years again, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get back to it. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll remind you of that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Maybe, maybe I'll get back to it if we find out that they are, in fact, changing stuff for mm, the reboot. Yeah. Um, if it is even a reboot, we'll see. It's probably just a continuation. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I will mention a couple things I've been watching. I did start watching finally, uh, star Wars rebels again. I had started Ooh. it a while back. I had started it a while back before they had committed to the final season of the clone wars. So then when they did the final season of the clone wars and we're like, yeah, we're actually going to finish the story up. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to get to that, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to keep mm-hmm. watching Rebels if there's going to be more Clone Wars. Then the final season of Clone Wars came out and I <laughs> slept on it for a long time. So I finally finished watching the Clone Wars, uh, cried my Aww. fucking eyeballs out a lot uh, to be expected. And then I was like, oh, that's right. Now I can watch Rebels.
1: <laughs> so I started
0: watching Rebels. Uh, definitely a different, different show for sure, uh, but I'm enjoying it and I can't wait for it to sort of kind of kick into that place that clone wars got where i am just super invested and i know Mm -hmm. it'll get there Uh, but right now it's in the stage of like here are characters we want you to know who they are so like this is an episode about this character this is an episode about this character so that you can eventually get into all the the nitty-gritty deep stuff
1: is that on disney plus
0: yeah yeah all of clone wars all of rebels and all of um resistance which i Oh. Uh, which isn't really as connected uh, are all on on Disney Plus.
2: Hmm. Can we go back to the last season of the Clone Wars thing? Yeah. So, because I watched Clone Wars on Netflix before mm-hmm. Disney Plus, yeah, and I, I finished what was there.
0: Oh, you got a whole other season to watch.
2: But I thought it had an ending.
0: It. It. I it's mean, like it the Lord ended, of the Rings. but it. Yeah. yeah.
2: After credit, after credit.
0: It ended, but it didn't really, it didn't conclude certain things. And so okay. there was always this sort of like, hey, are you guys going to finish this part? Or are you going to like finish connecting this to mm-hmm. where it got? So like the final season of the Clone Wars specifically takes the show, the Clone Wars. Like it, it there is no gap anymore between oh. the Clone Wars movie, the Clone Wars TV show. And episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Like, it is fully Uh fleshed out now. Um, Okay. And I'm not somebody who always needs that. Like, I'm okay with there being gaps. I'm okay with there being questions. Um, But I think the Clone Wars TV show is just so incredible and features, Mm -hmm. like I've said many times before, the greatest character in all of Star Wars, Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so getting to really sort of finish that in a way that I think did... Uh, her mm. and the stories they were telling justice, I think was definitely worth that last season.
2: Okay. That's yeah. exciting. Nice. Yeah. And I know like, I know rebels is good. I've heard rebels is good, but I really liked clone Wars. So oh, yeah. maybe we will rewatch the whole thing. I love clone sharing. wars.
0: It's one of my favorite star Wars things. Like without mm-hmm. a doubt, it's so good. And I think it, 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 it vastly elevates the prequel trilogy, which I like, I don't dislike the prequel trilogy, but I think there's a lot of stuff that's really mm. sort of shallow in that trilogy. And Mm -hmm. the Clone Wars series deepens pretty much everything. So good, 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 good stuff. Um, On the topic of Disney+, Plus, I also finished uh, watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, which just finished uh, airing. It it aired its finale episode, I think, like about a week ago uh, at the time of uh, the release of this episode. And uh, I enjoyed it. I think my sort of general assessment uh, is that it's not necessarily a great show, but it does some really incredible things, so it's definitely worth watching. Certain elements of it feel like a little underdeveloped or messy, and then other elements of it feel like really significant and important. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The stuff that's important definitely outweighs the stuff that's a bit messy, so yeah. I would definitely still recommend it.
2: How cool. um, it's like episodes?
0: 6 episodes.
2: Okay. Oh, that's not that's, many. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And they're, uh, I think they're about like 40 minutes. It's like if you were watching an hour television show, you know, it doesn't do anything okay. super, super drastic like, uh, like I think some shows ended up getting. The one show that um, my Spider Man co host always brings up as far as like, you could do streaming a little too, like, you could go a little too far with, with the <laughs> no limits thing, I think was The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I think, oh, I think yeah. he said like those episodes got to like movie length and that was oh, just like too much. <laughs>
2: Yikes!
0: <laughs> so this does not do that the decisions that 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 the disney empire has made regarding how it's going to tackle streaming i appreciate even if they are you know the disney empire <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> cool well we can dive into the book then i suppose (laughs) dive into the book
2: yeah let's do
0: it Uh, (laughs) so like i mentioned at the top of the episode we are talking about (laughs) the mermaid the witch and the sea by maggie tokuda hall uh katie this was your pick Mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit about how you found this book and why you chose it for our book club
1: Yeah, so I was specifically Googling around for queer books um, with people of color uh, who played predominant roles in them. Uh, I was like looking at all these different lists, all these uh, different recommendations, and every book that I found was like a six week or Mm. couple month wait. And so I was like, well, this isn't going to do because we need to like read this in two or three weeks, not six weeks. So maybe I'll ask you to put some stuff on hold now and then Mm -hmm. uh, we can read those things later. Um, But after legitimately like three days, this book came up a couple times, but I kept finding ones that I was kind of drawn to more. And then after like three days of searching and not finding one, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with The Mermaid, The Witch, and the Sea because it's... It's got the boxes that I want. It's a young adult book, so maybe that'll be like a little lighter read. And we haven't really done a whole lot with like pirates and sea stuff, mm-hmm. um, at yeah. least in my memory. So I was like, this could be a fun alternative. So then I, I chose it um, and I'm happy. I'm happy that I ended up picking this book. It was different than what I thought it was going to be, but I yep. still enjoyed it. And I'll stop there so that way y'all can enter into this conversation too and we
2: can, we can get into it.
0: Cool. Well, does anyone want to kick us off with the one sentence summary?
2: I would say a dark fairy tale mm. that kind of turns what you think about witches, mermaids, and to some degree, pirates like on its head. Yes, I'll end there. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: do you know that I know we do this every time, and sometimes <laughs> I forget
0: to come up with
1: the one sentence summary. So I'm like, why the hell didn't I do that?
0: I uh, well, I, I don't. I don't really have one prepared either because I I feel like I like, struggled to comprehend this book the way that I probably was supposed to. So I'm not really <laughs> sure how to describe it. Mm. Um, I mean, I would say that it's it's a uh, queer fantasy pirate mm. romance, sort of. Like, that's... I. There are things that I can say about it, but I don't know how I would, like, describe it overall in a sentence. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm not really sure. I think I'm a little stumped.
1: Yeah. I think I might go uh, like a story about a queer pirate who... I don't know. Finds love and and morals and a sense of self. And then also there's a lot of talk about colonialism and colonization. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and yep. there's magic. <laughs> yeah.
0: There is magic. <laughs> I like
1: it. Yeah, it's it's like tough to conceptualize because there are so many different elements and it is uh Vicky, like what you said about like it it kind of twists things and changes how you think about or perceive what you would normally think of as like uh, a folktale or a fairy tale um, elements because mm-hmm. uh, uh, I mean spoiler alert just as like in general the sea is like a character it's not just a thing that the pirates are on it's like a being and that I was not expecting especially when the Mm-mm. first interlude when it was like the sea kind of talking I was like what? is happening here and it yeah. took me a couple of those to like <laughs> fully understand that that's not like poetry that's just for fun it's it's the sea acting and being mm. a character which yeah. was wild
0: yeah the, the book is sort of structured it, it's funny because it it, it should have been more obvious than it is but i think yeah. the author does a good job making it not immediately obvious right mm-hmm. but when once you've read it and then you look back on it you're like oh the title of the book is literally like three characters that are <laughs> central to each section of the book so it would make sense that the c is one of <laughs> one of the characters mm-hmm. but you don't know that as you're going along right mm-hmm. um, i will say i think the structure is interesting and it's probably part of what kind of it kept me a little tripped up because they're like they would like there were it's it's almost like three distinct arcs inside of a single book, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is interesting. It almost takes on like a a longer form storytelling uh, strategy than I would typically expect in a novel, right? Because if you're reading a long form comic, it's going to have arcs. If you're watching a long television show, it's going to have arcs. Well, this like one single book kind of has three distinct arcs, um, and I thought that was an interesting interesting choice. I think I definitely enjoyed. The first two, probably more than the last one, Hmm. but I think part of that was just, like, for the first time in a very long time, I was probably more invested in just, like, just the characters that were like, sort of in budding relationship more than I was, like, the actual events of the book. So there were mm. parts where I was like, wait, but no, can we just spend more time with them, please? You <laughs> uh-huh. know, like, and then the whole second part of the book, I was like, oh, no, they've been ripped apart. Like, you know, um, mm. so, uh, so the structure of the book I thought was really interesting. Plus, it ends up introducing things much later than I would have typically expected, right? So, like, introducing the witch and magic happened so much later in the book than I would have expected, but it's not... A problem because it's in like its own distinct portion of the book mm-hmm. very interesting like the, the actual storytelling method that she uses is something i i really was not expecting i think it's cool
2: yeah i liked how how literal it was <laughs> um but it it didn't feel it like like you said it didn't feel that way i didn't really know what i was walking into and it didn't feel so like put in the boxes that it kind of was um but i yeah i liked the structure a lot I hadn't thought about if they're three separate arcs, which ones I liked the best. I definitely did like the first and the mm-hmm. third. I have some, not issue, but questions about the witch piece that I'd love to get to at some point. So like that part, I not that I needed to go away, but I probably could have done without
0: that arc. I think this book is paced a lot slower than I would have expected a mm-hmm. young adult book or a book that's uh, marketed or labeled as young adult because I definitely was... Uh... I definitely had to double check that I was reading a young adult okay. book because <laughs> there were definitely a lot of points where I was like, "This yeah. is this is a lot." Um, the first page yeah.
2: was like, "I that. was like,
0: oh god, this <laughs> yeah. does not
2: look like what the cover Go looks get like." Me
1: the ears
0: yeah,
2: of yeah. dead people.
1: Oh, yeah. what?
0: I, what you want yeah. children to do? Yeah. What? I I definitely value like content mm. warnings and stuff like that, and what they're what they're for. Um, I don't necessarily think like the work itself needs to advertise it. And I wouldn't say that that's the case in this or anything, but I, for some, as I was reading this book, knowing that I was going to have to talk about it, I was like, I feel like on the podcast, it's almost worth mentioning that like this book that is marketed as a young adult book, plenty of young adult books are deep and get into some pretty dark shit. So it's not that, but I feel like the way that stuff just like keeps popping up in this book, um, and the cover (laughs) of the book and the way that it looks and the fact that it's sort of advertised uh and is true that it is like a you know queer pirate fantasy uh romance thing like i feel like it's almost worth noting that like there's a lot of mention of like really really graphic violence and sexual (laughs) assault like it's all sort of periphery but it's like constantly there and i think it's because it takes place largely on a pirate ship um and you're supposed to understand that like a lot of the folks that the main characters are surrounded by are like distinctly not good people. Mm-hmm. Um but I was really surprised. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this book like in the very first couple chapters, I'm like being bombarded. I was yeah. like, oh my good I was like not <laughs> I was like not ready. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it like it makes it makes sense in the context of the whole story, but it is yeah. Is kind of jarring, uh, specifically the character of Alfie, yeah. who is assaulted on the pirate ship by one of the biggest assholes on there. Uh, yeah. His name starts with an Fox. Uh, Fox. Fox. Yeah. Um, Fox. Yeah. And so, like, they hint at it in the beginning, but they don't make it explicit. And then, kind of, as you get deeper into it, it becomes more clear. You can kind of guess already from the beginning, based on context, that um, Alfie uh, was assaulted. After him and Flora slash Florian joined the crew to kind of protect Flora slash Florian from being assaulted. Uh, And then he very much is traumatized by it and behaves in a way, you know, that's... it's someone clearly dealing with a lot of trauma. So drinking a lot. Mm. Did he do mermaid blood at some point?
0: Yeah. Pretty early on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. On the mermaid blood, which wipes people's memories and uh, like is the oblivion drink, Mm -hmm. you know, considered very heavy, very hard and not a good thing to partake in. And so there's, there's a lot of trauma uh, in this book um, and violence uh but then there's also some like cute like Doug you mentioned the being invested in their relationship. I totally was too for Flora and Florian and uh Evelyn. I was definitely rooting for them the whole time. So it's like yeah, it's it's a mix of heavy and light uh with with a lot of heavy. Heavy on the heavy? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I I was I was rooting for them um but I I will admit like I wasn't rooting for anyone at first. Oh. Like when the book <laughs> started, I was like Oh, our main characters are a pirate on a slave ship, yeah. Yeah. Um, a member of the imperial ruling mm-hmm. class, um, and I was like, I don't, I'm not entirely sure like who I'm supposed to connect with or root for here. And luckily, the book does a good job of like breaking some of that down so that you can get behind them. But <laughs> at first, I was like, wait a second, I think I'm supposed to root for the the slave. <laughs> For pirate like what <laughs> this is weird
1: yeah that was intense
0: yeah luckily it who, who we just saw like kill somebody you saw that they were sort of coerced too so like it, at least like at the very beginning you're like okay like there's clearly more going on here but yeah at first I was like oh no this is the romance between these two people <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know I don't know <laughs> like you gotta convince me Maggie to cut all <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, and it is it is really interesting because they I don't think necessarily in the beginning, but throughout, they start to like talk about how, or at least hint at how Flora, F- Florian, um, and Alfie ended up being in the positions that they yeah. were in. Mm-hmm. So it gives you like a little bit of uh, background and empathy. And then you also find out that they didn't actually kill anybody to take their ears. <laughs> they just, well, they yeah. kind of yeah. did inadvertently because of. Uh, they took like a kid's bread, uh, and then that those kids ended up dying, and they took their ears then to get on the ship. So it's just like shitty circumstances all around.
0: Yeah, it does give you context, and it it it, it you get to a point where you're like, okay, like they didn't just like join a pirate slave ship because they yeah. wanted to, you know, traffic people. Yeah. <laughs> right? They wanted to live. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But then they also are then complicit in enslaving people which is
2: like yikes
0: yeah it was it was definitely a headspace thing right where i'd like like uh this is definitely an instance where i'm like glad i was reading Mm. it with people um because i think it's the type of book that if i started reading it in the wrong headspace i would have been like i think i'm gonna switch to Mm -hmm. a different book Mm. um but uh but i'm glad that i stuck it out because i did end up becoming really invested in uh, Evelyn and Floria, uh, Flo- Floria. <laughs> I just like mixed the names. Ooh, uh, wow. Yeah, Florian uh, slash Flora's relationship because I I liked I liked what what the book does with it. You know what I mean? Like I like the I like Flora Florian's like journey throughout mm-hmm. the book and like relationship with their their gender that wasn't even necessarily. W- like a journey to begin mm-hmm. with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I thought that was really, really cool. And then to throw a romance into it. Um, and this like climactic moment of like, um, like I don't really care as long as yeah. I'm with you. Like it, it's fine. Like I don't, whatever, call yourself whatever you want. I don't care. Like, I'm just glad that I'm with you again. Like it was mm-hmm. really sweet. Like I really <laughs> liked it. And by the time we got to that point, I was like, Oh yeah, my God. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I had a complicated relationship with lady Ayer. A Ayer. Oh, yeah. She presented as this, you know, imperial lady who was like, you know, (laughs) charged with Evelyn's protection and like an ally of her mother who is slated as like a villain character. Um, And so like I didn't like her from the start. And then when we start to realize like, oh, no, she's hiding in the ship you know, she might be, you know, a badass and like she can carry her own and she isn't this prim and proper woman. I was like, hell yeah, I'd like that. Like, I'll root for you. And then all of a sudden she's evil. Well, she's, you know, imperial, you know, yeah. so like, I that was so complicated. She's a badass. but Yeah, I really appreciated um, how the author like kind of swung me in different directions with her because I can't say yeah. I've experienced that with the character. It's usually like I think one thing and then I'll switch. But this one was like, oh, I don't like you. OK, I like you. Oh, I don't like you again. Uh, So I thought that was very well crafted. (laughs) Yeah. I think a lot of these
1: characters are uh, more complicated than anyone would first assume upon like reading. Mm -hmm. I feel like the way that um Maggie Tokuda Hall builds the characters and builds depths and layers uh is like so good and oh my god the like reveal of one Lady Ayer is not secretly in love with Evelyn's mom and is just helping her out because of it but is actually (laughs) a fucking like super spy Mm -hmm. who is like gonna Get Evelyn killed so they can then start a war and colonize the rest of the area. I was like, "Holy Oof. crap! Zero, zero <laughs> sight, zero foresight." I had no idea that was yeah, coming. Not at all.
0: Yeah, for sure. Vicky, I want to hear more about your thoughts on the witch and the witch stuff because I feel like you teased it yeah, a little bit. Yeah,
2: I liked the witch stuff, and I really liked the magic. I, I did. I might have talked about it on the podcast, but I watched a lot of Once Upon a Time. I don't know if we have ever talked about that. No. Okay, so Once Upon a Time is an ABC (laughs) show. I should go on Disney+. Um and it, it retells a lot of fairy tales with a modern twist. It's good. Um, and I'm thinking of Rumpelstiltskin, uh, who's this, like, Weasley character in the show. But he's like, there's always a price, dearie. And that's – I yeah. liked that. Could you repeat that? I, no. Uh, you can rewind the podcast. Um, that's exactly how he sounds. I will find it on YouTube. Um, But that's kind of what this reminded me of. But I did feel like the magic was so different. Um, It was very refreshing. And I liked the witch, but it felt kind of random that Flora Florian became a witch. And I couldn't... Maybe this is me, but I couldn't always figure out the price that was paid either by Flora Florian or someone for the magic to occur. So that was not frustrating, but that was weird, I felt like
0: Not going to lie, I found the stories that the witch told very confusing. I was very confused. Um, So usually when there was like a story like that, I was like, okay, like I think maybe either, either I'm just confused and Katie and Vicky will be able to fill me in, or there'll be some sort of wrap up to it. And I can just, when I get to that, it'll make a bit more sense. I don't know what journey I'm on right now, but I was definitely confused by the flash, not flashbacks, the, the stories Um, I did, I, I'm with you though. I like the magic. I think it's a cool way to do it. The sort of like storytelling sort of centric magic Mm -hmm. almost like the fact that magic is Mm -hmm. stories and stories are magic. Like, I love that. There definitely was a point where I was reading the book (laughs) where even though I was aware of everything going on, I was like, oh, Florian's a witch now. (laughs) That's that's right. (laughs)
1: Florian becoming a witch was like a little jarring uh, and unexpected because there wasn't any like hint of it earlier in the book like i thought maybe upon like reflection because when evelyn was teaching florian how to read evelyn was talking about how basically stories are magic but not in those words right they Mm -hmm. can transport you Mm -hmm. they can Mm -hmm. teach you things they can help you escape right they can do all these things so then when the witch was like stories are magic, literally, Um, I was like, I wish there was some sort of a spark when Evelyn was talking to Florian about stories, or when Florian started reading stories, or Florian always appreciated stories, but didn't really tell stories, or so if he like Mm -hmm. shared a story, so that way, when he did it, you know, people were enraptured or something that there was some sort of hint because it did feel like, oh, shoot. How did this witch know that Florian was going to be a witch? Mm -hmm. Right.
0: Yeah, like one of those like Harry Potter touches the glass and it disappears type moments where you're like, oh, that was a weird thing that happened. I don't know why that happened. Yeah, 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 exactly. And
2: I'm still not certain. I forget the line, but it was like. I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. This is what the line was. Everything to gain from you accepting this as your destiny. And I still don't understand what the witch got out of it. Wait, who said what? The, the witch said that to Florian. When Florian's like, I don't know if I believe this. And the witch is like, because she's like, or Florian was like, what's in it for you? And the witch is like, I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And I don't, I that's like the price thing. I don't know what the price was.
0: The cost of things definitely confused me at points too. Like sometimes it was, it was, it, it made sense by the end, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I see that one, I get mm. it." But there were definitely times where I was like, "I don't, I don't know, like if Florian gets it, yeah. I don't get yeah. it." Yeah, well, I think for that
1: one, like teaching Florian how to, you know, embrace um, like their power. Also, so Florian is cool with multiple pronouns, right? And good yes. with Florian and Flora. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like when the witch was talking about, I have nothing to lose and everything to gain, I feel like that might have been a hint to the like last story that she shared um, with Flora when it was like, surprise, I helped save my pirate oh. love, but then they don't love me anymore. And so mm-hmm. I don't have anything to lose uh, uh. because...
2: Mm. I like,
1: I lost it already. And everything to gain, I don't know, maybe like by helping Flora, she's helping the Pirate Supreme, her oh. love. And so even though she can't get the love back from them, Aww. she can still support. I like that.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, that, that starts to put things into place a little bit more for me where they definitely weren't in place yeah. before. <laughs> so I do dig that. Yeah.
1: I think the stories are meant to be confusing quite honestly, because the witch talked in riddles, Uh, and even Flora was like, what? Uh, So what's the price? Yeah. You're not hungry anymore? Okay, thank you. Can you just make it explicit for me?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I will say, like, there were points where I kind of just wanted to go back and, like, Mm reread stuff, and I I might? Like, I might. You know, I I rarely like immediately go back and reread a book and I don't really reread books to begin with Mm. uh, all that much. But I feel like this is a book that I'll revisit because I felt like there was so like I just I felt like my reading comprehension just like wasn't good for some reason. And I can't pinpoint what about the book that did that, but it was all stuff that I wanted to understand. And I feel like getting from the beginning to the end and then going back and kind of knowing where things Mm go, I feel more with this book than with a lot of other books. I'm, it's going to be like a clarifying experience, you know, like in the way that when you rewatch like a mystery, you're like, oh my gosh, I could have seen (laughs) that, but I just didn't see that. You know, like, I feel like this book has a little bit of that vibe for me as I finish it. And I'm like, I bet if I went back, like I would have a, a firmer grasp on a lot of the things that along the way I was just scratching my head about. So I'm excited to do that.
2: Yeah. Let me know when you find those moments. I'm curious. <laughs> Help clarify for us. Yeah. What yeah, what happened yeah. to the witch? I know she got punched in the face.
0: I mean, I
1: think she's still <laughs> living in her house. Okay. I don't think there was anything after that. I know witches are supposed to be like killed and all that in this world. But I don't think uh, the one guy, the guy who was Evelyn's guard who had a crush on New I think he's the only one that like really knew more about the witch and then I feel like he was just kind of written off and like go went and sulked in a corner cuz he he got he got magic storied and lost uh, stuff. Got <laughs> <No>. got.
0: <laughs> like he
1: did got got.
0: Right. I don't I don't like feel that bad for Inoue. Like I don't feel that much about Inoue, to be, like just in general, but I was really like I I was like, "Damn, this is this is something." Yeah. The fact that like that Florian is basically like your love for. Let me see if I can even do this right. Your love for her will bring her to her yeah. love, and like as and she's saying, not- I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we all know exactly where this is going, anyway, man. Oh, God, God is right. I mean,
1: it's the it's the confidence of a straight man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well like y- yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like I don't I mean like I don't feel bad for him because he yeah. didn't get the girl he liked that didn't like him back. Like I don't give a fuck about yeah. that, whatever. Um but the fact that he's he's sort of like m- like magic. Yeah, he's like magic. Like he's like story magic <laughs> yeah. into delivering his crush to her true love because he's crushing on her. Like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's like a sort of a beautifully poetic thing that's also like Oh, dude. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Especially because you know exactly what's going to happen the moment Florian Uh says it. You're like, oh, 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 it's not a rule to us.
2: (laughs) So I'm kind of going back to other characters. Um, I think she had a voice book three. I'm calling it book three. Um, But Genevieve, (laughs) oh, Lady Ayer's maid. One of the things about the stories, too, is that each
1: chapter is from the perspective of a different character and Genevieve was one of the characters, maybe the last character who was introduced and given
2: chapters from their perspective, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, do we feel like Genevieve is going to get her I own think book? She
2: <laughs> isn't she dead? <laughs> no, she was the epilogue.
1: Oh, she was on the she was on the the wood. Mhm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I
0: feel like I feel like it was like, oh, hey, by the way, get ready for the Adventures of the <laughs> And I didn't like it's her. Like, okay. I don't want to yeah. hear her adventures.
1: <laughs> Same. I want to hear about the, the how Evelyn and uh, Florian are living as mermaids. I know. What's that like?
0: <laughs> Yo. Oh, my God. I didn't see that coming. Did not see that coming. That's why. Like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. so much stuff that I was like, what? And that was all the last, like, 10 pages. <laughs> I know, right? It's so wild. It's like, oh, when you like, not only is one of these characters gonna die, oh I cried, but then they're also gonna turn into a mermaid. Uh, I was like, oh fuck, ugh. okay. <laughs> like, it's a, it, yeah, twisty turny is like definitely. I don't know who said it, but yes, yeah. <laughs> definitely that. Well, and
2: I thought based on the tone of the book, when Evelyn was dead. She was dead, dead. and that was that. And I had kind of come to terms with it. I mean, even it said, like, and Evelyn was gone, you know. But I did not see the mermaid thing happening.
0: No, yeah. Do I want to be a mermaid in my afterlife? I think maybe, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, is that I
1: don't know. (laughs) I I want the book to figure it it out,
0: yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Wild way to end it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I for sure thought she was dead dead. Yeah. And then I was like I saw there was still mm. like pages left so I was like is this just going to be sad? Is this just going to be like sad for the rest of the book?
2: Yeah.
0: And then it wasn't
1: because the sea can turn if you're if you're friends with a mermaid, you can turn into a mermaid. Uh and then if you are dating someone who's friends with a mermaid you can also turn into a mermaid because you have the sea's favor i really thought when the witch i'm jumping around but when the witch warned flora about like the rock that she gave the like happy story to because you're gonna go live in the ocean and not be bothered by the Mm -hmm. waves Mm -hmm. and then the witch was like Mm -hmm. don't tell your stories to the sea I still, at the end, thought the sea was gonna do something. Uh,
0: I like mm-hmm. didn't trust
2: it. Yeah,
0: I didn't either. She was she was like very worried about yeah. that. <laughs> she was like, "Are you kidding? Why would you do that?" <laughs> yeah, I figured something worse was gonna be happening as a result of that as well. Yeah.
2: How'd you all feel about Rake? I liked Rake. I Rake is like I like Rake like I liked Nick Nick from the the Space Between Worlds. Mm. The good Nick Nick. Well, yeah. I mean, not the one that hurt I forget their... Jazz. Jazz? Is that that book? remember. Uh, yeah. Jazz was Artemis. Artemis. <laughs> not the one that hurt the main character I know what you mean. of that book. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I-, yeah, so I liked Rake. I liked Rake when he was kind of a-, a mentor, fatherly figure for Flora. Um, And then I liked him even more when we found out that he was a secret operative and like didn't agree with the captain because i really didn't like the captain and i'm obsessed with the pirate supreme thing i think that's so cool um so i liked rake
0: i i uh i love the idea of the nameless captain but i obviously don't like the nameless Mm -hmm. captain if that makes sense um i love the idea that there is this like pirate on a ship somewhere who just got so oblivion Mm -hmm. drinked to hell that he like he doesn't even know his Mm -hmm. own name um something about that is funny to me but I definitely of of like Rake, Nameless Captain and Pirate Supreme, like Pirate Supreme comes out on top based on what you end up knowing by the end of the book, which is like the Pirate Supreme is sort of like the like carries out the business of the mm-hmm. sea, like in protecting the sea. Like that's mm-hmm. cool. Um, Rake, I had a hard time figuring out how I felt about because like probably for the same reason that I, <laughs> I, I, I had to keep recontextualizing myself to be like. Just like just get into the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like all these characters are forced to be to be involved in and complicit with things that suck, mm-hmm. right? So like I had to keep reminding myself that like relatively speaking, like Rake is a good guy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, right? Like Rake is infiltrating a terrible ship. Um and I had to keep reminding myself of that because I was like, Rake is the first in command for this shitty fucking captain. Yeah. Um. So he's probably doing terrible stuff and like I don't know how long he's, but he said like six months he's been there. So I'm like, I don't know how many people you've helped enslave and traffic. Like, I I don't know. But, but then again, I just had to recontextualize it. Right. Where I was like, but you're there because you're trying to take down the ship that's doing those things. So I I feel like I walked away with complicated feelings Mm. about Rake uh, because he was doing things for characters that I liked that were good. Um, But I was also like, but there's so much more to your story, dude. There's so much more there. Yeah.
1: I think that's where I fell with Rake too. Like and it got me thinking about like the idea and concept of like undercover work type stuff. Cause that's basically what he doing what Rake yeah. was doing. Yeah. He was undercover yeah. as a first mate, but secretly working for the Pirate Supreme. But when you're undercover, like you also have to allow and participate in terrible things in order to take it down in the long run. But then you're also doing terrible things i don't know it was complicated because he also like talked about how he couldn't protect alfie and Mm -hmm. florian because he didn't want people to think anything was up and so how do you do good in a situation where you literally can't do much good or people will find you out and then the whole thing's blown it was
0: so complicated i wish we had more more from him about that you know like i think that would have been because that is fascinating right and i think that's a compelling thing about having an undercover character Mm -hmm. uh because then you have to sort of sit there and wrestle with along with them wrestling with um what they have to sort of like uh, compromise Mm -hmm. uh in order to accomplish what they're trying to do as like a bigger mission right Mm -hmm. um and so you end up with like moments where like yeah he's you know he's helping he's helping evelyn and florian um and you see that he like has has you know strong feelings about florian and alfie or towards Flor- like florian and alfie um and so you get like bits and pieces of it but um but yeah i was just like oh man dude like you're you're a tough case (laughs) for me (laughs) but definitely better than like literally everyone else on the ship (laughs) it's not hard
2: it's not a high bar (laughs) (laughs) and i think it's it's not hard to remember but like they are still pirates like they're not good like in general like the pirate supreme is still a pirate like still you know as much as he's the peacekeeper of the sea
0: that's that's one thing that's so interesting to me is because like Pirates, I think, like, you can you can get behind pirates depending on what the context is, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're pirates in opposition to a colonializing empire, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can get behind pirates like that, but they specifically made them pirates that are human trafficking, mm-hmm. which really complicates things. Like, they're not just, like, stealing from the empire, you know? It's not like every passenger on that ship was part of the ruling class, as we understood it, yeah. I don't think. Like, it was significant that Evelyn was there. Yeah. Um it's like why she gets a special mm-hmm. guard. So presumably most people on that ship were just like regular folks um who could just live in an imperial state as opposed mm. to being part of the imperial class, right? So it it was an interesting it was an interesting thing. Like I I wouldn't say that like they shouldn't have been human traffickers because it makes me as a reader uncomfortable. (laughs) Like, that's definitely, like, don't do that, right? But I do think it really complicates Mm -hmm. my feelings on, like, on who my rootable protagonists are because I'm like, I can get behind you as the opposition to the Empire, but you're also opposition to the Empire engaging in, like, some pretty shitty stuff. I don't know how widespread it is, though. Like, I don't know, did you get an impression on, like, is it just the Dove that is the human trafficking ship? Because if it is, then like go pirates, you know, like and fuck the dove.
1: It made it seem like the Pirate Supreme ship literally just like patrols the seas and like takes down pirates that are doing not great things and interrupts Imperial. uh, Mm -hmm. Like what is it manifest destiny when they're just like spreading and taking things? Yep. Um, (laughs) Yep but then i couldn't i couldn't tell if the pirate supreme also was taking down the dove because of the activities that they were doing like enslaving people
0: my understanding was that the pirate supreme specifically put an operative onto the dove because they were hunting and capturing yes. mermaids specifically that was my take. and that was something that the sea was pissed about and so as the as the sort of acting representative of the sea like that's why they were on the hmm. dove I didn't really get the impression that that they were there because of the human trafficking.
1: Mm-hmm. Just uh, <laughs> a fortunate byproduct that that yeah ship yeah gets for sure
0: you know yeah take down the dove yeah. for sure <laughs> you know however you end up there but yeah yeah so it, it it's it's uh it's complicated in a way that I can appreciate for sure um I don't I, you know I'm I'm happy for a book to challenge me in that way I think it's one of the things that is exciting about this book. And books or, or stories like it where it's like, you know, there really aren't any characters that are really shining beacons all on their own. You know, like everybody's got something <laughs> in this mm-hmm. book, um, which is good.
1: Evelyn was born Evelyn doesn't really yeah, have into imp- an imperial class, but she's not an asshole. No. I feel like she's the one character yeah. who might be like the beacon of good throughout, especially mm-hmm. like when she has like epiphanies about, Wow even though my i thought my life sucked and it did in some ways i'm i ha- i have much better circumstances than a lot of other people and then like yeah. you know turns around to become a hero taking down pirates that are drinking mermaid blood and stuff
0: <laughs> yeah and you do learn you learn that she's not like quote just a member of the imperial class right like pretty quickly yeah. um through through florian's perspective where you know they're saying like oh i thought she was going to be like this because this is what where she comes from yeah. but she's like a total total she's mystery to me because this isn't how imperials yeah. act Well, act
1: well there any other things y'all want to
2: talk about the mermaid the witch in the sea i keep calling it the mermaid and the sea witch and every time we say P- pirate <laughs> supreme i think pizza supreme <laughs> so those are things those are my parting important yes yeah. important contributions <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know how I could top that. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know that we specifically uh, like we we mentioned obviously Flora and Florian and referred to them with uh, numerous mm-hmm. pronouns. I like that the book is explicitly like this person is is most comfortable kind of with all yeah, of it. Like fluid. that's almost when they're most comfortable. Yeah. Um, like it was almost it was almost for this particular character and like their journey that they're going through, it almost made the most sense when all of it was true at the same time. Mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I thought that was really cool and sort of uh, not necessarily unique, like it's rep- like Flora represents people that exist. Um, But I can't say that I've seen a lot of that done this way, if ever, in a book I've read.
2: Yeah.
1: And I was actually really kind of nervous uh, because in the description, it doesn't speak at all about gender identity in this way. It was just like, I think the description was like, Flora's a girl who has to pretend to be a boy. And I was Mm. like, ooh, I wonder if this is going to be weird uh, and weird Mm -hmm. things will be said And then I was, like, really relieved and really enjoyed the kind of journey of Flora and Florian. It is annoying when, like, uh, the witch was like, "Uh, Florian, you need to reflect a little bit more on who you are. When you figure that out, you'll be able to go save everybody. Uh, So it is annoying when (laughs) someone's like, I know your identity more than you. But Mm. I did appreciate, like, the coming together and the reflection that Florian ended up doing um where she realized oh i can i can contain multitudes right i can be this person yeah there's power in that and then you know they go out and
0: kick ass yeah i was worried too especially because the way that florian is introduced and like sort of how it's presented at first i was like okay i think that maybe this is like a trans character. Like I think maybe that's what they're communicating to us. And then I looked at the list of chapters, and it literally always said yeah. Flora. And I was like, "What's happening mm-hmm. here? <laughs> Where? What is this book going to mm-hmm. do?" Um, and it 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 ends up being, it ends up making so much sense by the end, and it ends up being like almost like the right kind of messy journey. Yeah, for sure, you know what I mean, Gender's like messy. It's not messy because it's done wrong. It's messy because it's like authentic. Mm-hmm. It feels.
1: Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Where are folks at? With the Sea Witch and the Pizza Supreme.
2: Yeah, I'm thumbs up. <laughs> For more reasons than that.
0: <laughs> I think right now, I think I'm sort of thumbs in the middle because I think I have, I think like uh probably almost similar to my, my description of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like I feel like. I walked away from it being like that did really, really cool stuff that I appreciate, but I'm not sure if I like loved the book, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where I'm at now, but I also say that fully intending to revisit this book, so I think there's an asterisk on my on where my thumb is,
1: mm. yeah, I think it's a thumbs up for
2: me., oh, I enjoyed it, yeah, thanks for reading it with me. Yeah. Heck yeah.
0: Thanks for Mm picking. Yeah, for sure.
2: If you'd like to connect with us and tell us what you thought about the book, you can email us at novelgamingpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at novelgamingpod. We really appreciate it when you rate, review, and subscribe to Novel Gaming wherever you listen to podcasts. And we also appreciate it when you tell a friend about us. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another fresh episode. Bye. 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 I don't know why I said fresh. I love, I love fresh. that you said fresh.
0: <laughs>